0: But, it's, you know, that, but but what you're pointing to is something very different. It's one thing to say we're going to discuss ideas, all right? Yeah. It's one thing to say we're going to discuss you know, different theories of economics or something like that. It's another thing to say, hey, every fucking respectable scientist in the world and, and, and every medical health professional says the vaccines work, but I saw a thing on the internet. This is Topia Tonight.
1: tonight What's going on man
0: hey how are, ya?
1: Good, how good are you good how
0: are you uh it's, it's great to see you we had this whole like bromance start on john fuglesang show we I did mean,
1: we did yeah and, i mean and i followed you like immediately after that I, on, stay on, near, Twitter. Stay yeah near.
0: it was like it was like you know we found each other in the dark abyss of
1: <laughs> john I, love, that's why I love doing john's show because he does have like he, he brings people on together who are like I don't know. He just pairs people really well. So like, uh, Yeah, it was just it was just a fucking blast talking on that show, and I think you were on last week too, right? Because I was on, yeah, but I was probably were yeah, to be yeah. on together.
0: Yeah, and then I had to postpone for an hour. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So I was oh, like, man.
1: oh, because it was a bit
0: of a tease, bit of a tease. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I'm 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 usually not I'm not a teaser. I'm usually just a closer. So it's uh...
1: <laughs> I, try, <laughs> I try to do my best, man. I try to do my best. What is your secret for um for the Twitter stuff too, man? Because I feel like you're like you're fucking deep into that shit, oh. and. I get, de- you know, I, I do, I really get like very, like, I realize it wanes on me like after a while, but like, you're so fucking in it, man. Do you, do you get bummed out? Do you get depressed? Oh God. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking day, every yeah. day
0: I'm on there. It It's, it is a hell site, but you know, <laughs> I kind of, you do it for moments of grace. You do it for moments where mm. like Mark Hamill follows me. Oh, know? that's
1: great. And it's like,
0: it's like, you know, okay, that's good for a, a, a boost for a while. You I know? agree. Um, I got into I, I've gotten into conversations with uh you know the guy that created the wire. I've gotten into creating, oh nice.
1: Yeah, great guy.
0: I, You know, I've gotten into uh conversations with people that I would never get into conversations with any other way. And yeah. you, know, you know, I pissed Tim Robbins off a couple of weeks ago. Good. Yeah, yeah. And he responded. He responded. I actually got into a little back and forth with Tim
1: Robbins. That's so over- great. Over vaccination mandates yeah. and, how disappointing was that when he fucking oh came out God. against anti-vaccination shit. That's nuts. Fucking crucifix in my heart. I mean yeah, it was, seriously.
0: It was just awful. You know, like, dude, you're somebody who whose politics have inspired me, yep. whose movies have moved me to tears. Mm-hmm. And you've got this theater company that's fucking incredible out in LA, the actors yeah. crew. And this, and it's like, come on, man, you know, yes. this isn't freedom. Freedom is
1: getting vaccinated and being able to do shit. That's yes. freedom. A- absolutely. And the funny thing is, is like, you wonder what groups they hang out in. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah. who got to Tim Robbins first? Was it, uh, you know, the Shalane Woodley? Was it, um, you know, like which? Bobby Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy Jr., you know? And- yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw him once with Greg Palast
0: and uh, Randy Rhodes. I saw them all wow. speaking, speaking together. It was amazing. It was this moving uh, night on environmental issues, which used to be uh, you know R.K. Jr's thing before the anti yeah. stuff and uh, and then just to see this happen, it's fucking it's heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, it is. And even that like when you see, like the MCU people that are coming out doing that kind of shit, too. It's funny that they're all the ones that are playing smart scientists. It's that one girl from Lost who I fucking hated when she was on Lost. Um, and uh, and then I was like, oh, all right, she redeemed herself little bit. She's playing the Wasp. That's pretty fucking badass. And then, you know, you have this genius and she's a fucking anti-vax person. And the other one, Shuri, whoever the hell her, Letitia Wright, I think. Yep, Letitia yeah. Wright. Yep. Got booted off the set for a little bit for not getting vaxed. It's insane. It is. It is. Yep. It, and I don't even understand
0: anymore. Uh, I, I mean, there's so many reports every fucking day. What was it today that came out? There, there, there was there, It was something about the the truckers up in Canada. Oh yeah. And the uh, the report. This 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 couple had a nine year old uh, that's in the hospital. Um, I don't know if she's in there with with COVID or something else. But the, the her parents can't go see her. Because they refuse to get vaccinated and the hospital won't let them in, let them go see their child in the, you know, children's ward. And, uh, and they're like, you know what, this is more important. It's more important to not be vaccinated and go visit your nine-year-old kid in the hospital.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's fucking beyond twisted, man. And uh, uh, the other thing that chronic fucking eats at me too, is that, you know, comedians who, you know, I, I, I'm like a double edged sword with that kind of shit because I'm like comedians are, you know, um, I'm a comic. I've been a comic for 16 years. So there's a lot of guys that I respect, but I don't know why I was actually surprised that they took this hard stance against the vaccine because I'm like, they didn't really handle the AIDS epidemic well in the 80s. So I'm not stunned. <laughs> you know, they didn't really handle that with grace and intelligence uh, at that point either. So I shouldn't be surprised, but I still kind of am. Like they're all for the fucking Canada. Uh, what's going on in Canada and the protests? Um, you know,
2: like they, which comedian
0: Now I'm curious. Which comedians are other than than sort of the the usual suspects?
1: Who who's who's supporting Tom, the? Tom's like, do not name names, and I'm like, let me give you a list. Uh, no, there's uh, a <laughs> fucking. I know Jim Brewer. I've had it out with him in the oh, press a couple Jim Brewer, times. Jim, Jim Brewer's anti-vax. Uh, buddy of mine, he's Jamie absolute Kennedy. absolute proof that you can smoke too much weed. I yeah. Mean- <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy, I, I mean, the guy who had COVID, I think he's vaxxed. He's like anti-mask. He's one of those guys that I think is easily swayed to, by the way, because it seems like if you've got somebody that he's talking to that makes reasonable pro-vaccine points, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, I hate, you know, yeah, you're right, man. People suck, but then if he has somebody else on that's like, Freedom, and we, we, you know, we're being held back, whatever. He goes with them too, so that's I don't know trying to get cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Please. he got Scream three, so yeah, yeah, or four, was it four? Oh, I don't know.
0: It's five. Oh, oh, oh five.
1: what the the new one or the new one is it five? It's five. Oh yeah, he's in that one now too. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. no interest at all well it worked but that's the thing too is like i don't understand like why they're like we have this i think we have the same opinion on the joe rogan shit and the spotify crap we're all for neil young and all that other shit um but i feel like it's do you still do you think it's a double-edged kind of a a sword thing where like they're conflating different issues because i feel like when you criticize joe their side of the aisle goes like well then you're not for freedom of speech and you don't want um in-depth conversation and you're against new ideas and it's like no. I don't mind that kind of shit. I agree the media sucks. I just think there should be penalty for talking about misinformation during a pandemic. You know, yeah. I, I feel like that's reasonable.
0: I don't think that I have never said that Rogan should be you know taken off the air or censored or anything. But I have no problem with people coming out and saying, you know what? I don't want my shit associated with that. Yeah, agreed. Know? You know, if if, uh, if if I go to your party and you invite some asshole to your party and the asshole keeps acting like an asshole all through the party, and I go up to you and you go, Hey man, you gotta shut this asshole up, or I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, and you don't shut the asshole up, fuck you. I'm out yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stay around here and yeah. be, you know, have to tolerate your asshole.
1: I was saying this the other day. It's basically like you know the, the you know the fire in the theater, uh, screaming fire in a the theater thing. But I was like, Joe Joe Rogan took it to another level where not only has he screamed fire in the theater, but he's also telling people that the concession stand food will keep them from getting burned. So right. they're like, oh, we're just gonna sit here and eat. Yeah, and it's yeah, grow, Yeah, and that's yeah let me let me pour this hot
0: butter over myself to prevent myself from getting burned. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It- <laughs> it's but it's you know that but but what you're pointing to is something very different it's one thing to say we're going to discuss ideas all right yeah it's one thing to say we're going to discuss you know different theories of economics or something like that it's another thing to say hey every fucking respectable scientist in the world and and, and every medical health professional says the vaccines work but i saw a thing on the internet yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Like, no, this is not a debate. This is you just trying to fi- desperately fill your fucking airtime
1: and uh, and and not giving a
0: shit about what you do it with.
1: Right, yeah. And it's like the weirdest to thing, too, is like even in his, in his apology, like the, the night that apology came out that he posted it on the Internet, I was immediately fucking on those sites going, uh, correcting him because he was like, you know, it started out okay. And then all of a sudden it went from, you know, but the media's gotten stuff wrong too. Um, they said that we'd be able to, uh, you know, the vaccine would, uh, you know, uh, eliminate COVID. It didn't. And I'm like, you're leaving out fucking shit tons of, of, you know, nuanced context information in between that shit. And no one corrects him. His celebrity friends applaud him. Other comedians that just live up his ad, like Whitney Cummings and all those fucking scumbags, you know, like they do the same shit. They just, they, she is, she's a fucking scumbag. Um, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm not going on a show. She's not coming on here. It's not. But even if. But that's the thing. Like, that's what she does. Oh, what? She doesn't want you to have uh,
0: new ideas. Just ask the questions (laughs) about how much of an asshole Whitney Cummings is.
1: You're just putting it out there. Exactly. Right. Can we get a scroll? (laughs) Is Whitney. Is Whitney Cummings a cunt? We don't know. Film and 11. Um, Yeah. We need to discuss this for four fucking hours yeah <laughs> All advertising for fucking
0: vitamins <laughs> putting I mean, that I mean, shit I mean. in your body but you're not going to put a
1: vaccine Fuck oh exactly you. exactly that's what i love too those guys are like i threw everything at it you know you only had to take three shots right yeah <laughs> you didn't yeah. need to throw everything at it you could have just three three shots that's, that's basically like it
0: fucking jokovic you know mm-hmm. Yeah. The shit that that guy has had to do to keep his body in shape as a tennis player, <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. saying he's done any kind of drugs or anything like that, but right. the, the physical torture that he has had to put his body through.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: now he's like, yeah, I know there's this disease that can fucking destroy my body. Right. But I don't want to take the vaccine because I think it's somebody told me it'll destroy my body.
1: Yeah. It's all fucking paranoia and, and shit like that. We're never going to get out of it because people just want to believe whatever the fuck they want to believe. And there's too many people who find themselves on the internet. Like there's, you know, there's too many, we're, we're fractured and we're, we're fractured and then we're fractured. And then we've got like fractures of other fractured people. Like it's insane. It's too much.
0: Well, I used to, you know, there's, there was this great book uh, from, I believe it was the late seventies, early eighties called amusing ourselves to death by Neil Postman. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. It was about, you know, how entertainment was sort of t- supplanting how we're, we're receiving knowledge. Um, it was a really kind of major, major, um, you know, sort of look at how media is affecting us. And I've been thinking lately about an idea of like we're informing ourselves to death. You know, mm. we have so many sources of information that are coming at us and we have no way unless we we make the effort, we have no way of just dis- of determining what's real and what's not.
1: Right. And,
0: and, and we and and, you know, we've got the information bubbles that so many people exist in and refuse to break out of. Um, yeah, that 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 at some point this. I don't think our brains are capable of handling the stream of information. And this gets back to your Twitter question uh, yeah. early on, which was you know sometimes I'm I'm scrolling through Twitter and I don't follow that many people. I mean I follow like you know I guess eleven hundred, which is
1: not a lot. Right, on- right, not for Twitter standards.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so and so even then sometimes it just is like my brain is like frying, like, oh, I could comment on this. I could comment on this. Oh, that's yes. pissed me off. Oh, what do you, you think that's really food? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> cheese and guacamole. I will come there and strangle <laughs> your children. <laughs>
1: It is kind of great how like the roundabout way you'll go from yelling about real issues. Yeah. And then, but you're, you forget and you're still on that train of like, this stuff really matters. And then you do get like a McDonald's is the best, uh, burger. And you're like, get the fuck out. And you're like, oh, <laughs> right? those people didn't deserve that. It was just, right? Uh, right? I yeah. will rape your face with a porcupine. <laughs>
0: yeah, fucking, exactly. Fucking dissing Burger King like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you're like, <laughs> and that's when people are like, are you okay? And you're like, no, no, I'm yeah, not no, not no. Anymore. Um, (laughs) yeah you did you watch that because i know you had tweeted some stuff about john stewart when he came out and defend or no the 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 word on the street was that he was defending joe rogan which i don't think he was but then he had um uh that woman on i don't know if you saw oh my god i can't think of her name but she's actually i looked her up she's great um sociology professor from um blank i don't know we'll fill it in later uh but she was on his show um And she was talking about they had a big, big conversation about misinformation and disinformation, what it does, how to combat it, um, what they got wrong, you know, when they were talking about it beforehand, how they could better themselves. And uh, the interesting part about that is after the fact, of course, all these people started to write about that conversation. And so John and her commenting on it in real time. And he's like, the news media is arson. That's all it is like because Buzz, you know. Uh, BuzzFeed, CNN News, everybody else was commenting on what he had said or what he thinks he'd said and it was basically John Stewart doubles down on Rogan's defense um, compares um, he made a really great comparison about it. He was talking about um, what he had done with the New York Times um, during the whole 9-11 thing and how he felt that they were, you know, needed to be held accountable for spreading lies. i mm-hmm. had stayed on that message for a really long time and he goes and in that period of time the news media treated me as disinformation and that I was the one giving out the wrong thing. And he, and he very plainly said beforehand that he doesn't think that Joe's giving out the right information, but he was very much like who gets to decide what it is because clearly now that is absolutely true. The New York times did, you know, help propagate this war and I was the one speaking out against it. And, uh, and at the time I was declared disinformation. So people were like, John Stewart compares nine 11 and Iraq war to you know, uh, yeah. uh, and it's That's insane.
0: Well, OK, a couple of thoughts here. One, which is that it's a really shitty comparison because there are a lot of people in in places of authority who said there were no weapons of mass destruction. It wasn't yeah. John Stewart, you know, as the lone voice of sin. No, 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 that's in, true. In, in, in the country. And to make, and you know, and that makes himself sound like, yes, he was accused of of, of, of giving this information. Well, at that point he was having uh, Bob Dole on his show. He was having John McCain on his show. He was having lots of conservatives that would come on the Daily Show. So of course there was an audience that was going to start accusing him of that. Meanwhile, you know, there were tons of people in the media, politicians, all of whom were saying no there's no fucking weapons of mass destruction you know people from you know other countries were saying this so so it's not even the weapons of mass destruction thing thing. what's that
1: not even the weapons of mass destruction thing so much but more that um that these news media outlets were held responsible for lying like specifically lying and giving out not even the weapons of mass destruction thing but like helping to you know, funnel, you know, remember that he had the uh, conversation with a woman from the New York Times and it was like basically a huge blowout on his show because. Right. Yeah. Right. Because he was
0: telling her you. Yeah. He was telling her that you got it wrong.
1: Right. Um, right. Right. You
0: know, like I, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy
1: we've forgotten her name. I know me uh, too. I'm like, <laughs> what's her name? The fucking asshole who yeah. did this. Who, she doubled down on it then, too. I remember that. That's oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she did. But, um, but yeah, I'm sorry, was, you were saying. But the other thing is, is
0: that um, it, so I think, it, but I do think it's disingenuous to compare even that, because again, there were lots of people who were saying the New York Times got it wrong. There were lots of people upset with the New York Times, and uh, and compare that to Rogan's misinformation disinformation or misinformation to disinformation. I mean, you can go either way with that.
1: Yeah. Um, w-
0: on how willful both. Is. Yeah. is he? Is he willfully doing it? Disinformation, trying to actively harm people. There's a misinformation. And he's just a Fucking moron.
1: Right. I think he's a moron. Uh, yeah. So, uh, swept away by his own audience.
0: Right. And he's so, so, but there's, there's such a weight of, of fact against Rogan. Yeah. That it's just simply not comparable. And by the way, my criticism, my criticism of Stewart mm-hmm. really, really was, and it was funny because nobody fucking believed me on this it, because I commented after he made the first, uh, the first, uh, podcast, video about this podcast about it and it was just i'm sitting there watching it going dude you're not funny anymore oh yeah yeah yeah. it was like you used to be so funny right and and so all i said was hey you know at least we're learning that the daily show writers really were important to uh Uh. to the to john stewart and uh and it was like you just hate Free speech, and you know, oh, a liberal turns on you, and all of a sudden, you know, he's got it, you know, because that liberal's not doctrinaire anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. attacking him. I'm like,
1: don't fucking greenwald me here, right? (laughs) Yeah, you did. I I, I read those comments, you got a lot of fucking hate, (laughs) yes, it was hilarious. A lot of fucking hate.
0: It was like, it was like, oh, you know, I, if if, okay, if Stuart wants to be serious now, that's fine. I'm just saying, the man's not funny, right? Not, and it's frankly. And that's okay if he wants to be serious, John Stewart. But yeah, yeah, he's I mean, just doing this fucking thing. And like, you know, I appreciate Tom here. You know, why I appreciate you. You're not cackling like an idiot at everything John says. <laughs> I fucking love that—that that you're not there just to just to, to to blow him through Zoom or or you know, <laughs> and oh, and, and, l- y- and y- make y- him think he's and make him think that every fucking thing that drops out of his mouth is is a gem,
2: right? Just the opposite. I usually yeah, yeah. Uh, slide a dig in every so often. Exactly.
1: If we can no, afford sports. Zoom, I wish he would give it. This is like a handy network. The Streamyard's yeah. like the hand job of, Just, and yeah, it's
2: dry. Give,
1: yeah. Give him oh. a, a pity dry handy. That's it. Thank God we're not sponsored by Streamyard too. We're like Stream Streamyard, the dry hand job of <laughs> video calls. <laughs> Pop
2: out. We're um,
1: cheaper than Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean, man. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like, I don't, I think as a comic, I don't particularly care like whether or not he's funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like in this realm, because I don't expect like, if he's doing a podcast, I don't expect him to be, I don't know what he's doing, but he does. He has made me, he's made me laugh, not particularly on that one. So I don't know what people are watching all the time. His new show is not that like, here's what I think about his new show. I I think he'll get back to the a little bit better jokes. You know what I mean? Like uh, in the monologue, maybe in the beginning of that, some of them were funny, some of them were dead on serious. And I think he's trying to distance himself from doing that kind of shit a little bit with this show. I think he'll wind up going back to it. I also think. Do you remember watching Lights Out with David Spade? Do you ever watch that show?
0: Yes. Yes. The
1: monologues on that show were fucking killer. I mean, yeah. like I whoever he had writing then. Comedy Central canceled it during the pandemic. And then he went and did a Netflix one that was supposed to be like, he covers all the Netflix shows. Yay. Um, And then uh, with two other comedians and he did a little monologue in the front. Those monologues fucking suck dick, dude. They yeah. were like bottom rung downhill. And I think, you know, I don't know, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, you know, like if you're trying to adhere to people's sensibilities, but clearly on lights out, it was just comedy writers being comedy writers, you know? <laughs> Like, with some sensibility, you know, David doesn't go after people too maliciously, but, like, really funny fucking jokes. And then yeah. I think when he got onto Netflix, it was watered down. I don't know if that's the, you know, I know Jay Jordan a little bit, one of the writers, and that dude that's on the show, um, that was on the podcast with him, the black dude. Um, But, you know, I, I don't know the other writers, and I don't know how yeah, well they're and, doing and those mean, monologues. And, I mean, really, the point was, I missed oh, yeah.
0: I miss funny John Stewart. Oh, totally. Yeah. John Stewart can be serious. John Stewart can do it. You know, he's earned the right to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Uh, my thing was that I miss, I feel like we needed, we needed his comedy and uh, we needed it during the, the, the run up to the 2020 election.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was like, it was like the, I, and I totally get it. I, I totally get getting burnt out and when yeah. to get the fuck off of there, when I was, I mean, you know, I don't have, I, I was just doing a blog daily. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of the one of the one of the bloggers back in the early. You know, I started in two thousand three. You know, and the and wow. you know I was part of that wave of bloggers that were like, oh, we're going to change the world. Oh, you're going to have to listen to us. Look at us. We can publish ourselves. And uh, you had a
1: live journal, didn't you? You can tell me.
0: No, no, it's blogspot. It's still on Blogspot. Oh, I have cool.
1: never paid for it. Oh, nice. I, Very nice. No, no I, I pride myself on that. That's cool. And. <laughs> That is cool. I mean, a bunch of us had journals back There's then. Not. There's not. no
0: realm in which that's cool.
1: That's <laughs> you screwed the man. You didn't I, pay for your shit.
0: That's great. I did. I sucked Google's teeth. <laughs> it provided me with a free space to bitch about things. That's great. And uh, but but you know, um, and I knew, and you know, doing five posts a day, uh, a day for, and I did that for about a dozen years or more, mm-hmm. a dozen wow. years, I guess a dozen years.
2: That's crazy.
0: And I understand the burnout. I mean, when we got to Trump, it was, it, it finally, much. it broke me. It broke me. So I understand. It was yeah. like when, after the, after the election in 2020, um, in 2016, I mean, I said 2020 before I meant 2016,
1: mm-hmm.
0: after the 2016 election, I was like, I think that those of us who were so fucking wrong need to take a breath and do some examination go walk in the woods for a little bit right rather than you know get back out there and st- keep spouting shit like we didn't just make oh. the big
1: fucking error uh yeah in history next but nobody to probably, you know the iraq war that's got to drive you crazy though that nobody fucking learned anything this time i mean i mean yeah we put Biden, but i mean that doesn't mean shit like that's like that's that that's lesson not learned
0: Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's it it is a holding pattern. It is it is not allowing things to get shittier. And let's but let's also be honest, you know, the infrastructure bill, that's got some shit. in it. Oh, yeah. You know, the distribution of the vaccines that would have never fucking happened under Trump. It would have been it would have been, you know, which states which states are tickling my balls enough, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, let me ask you this about stuff like that, because this is the thing that bothers me, especially just with politics in general, whether it's Republican or Democrat, mostly Democrats do this kind of shit where they campaign on a bunch of crap. It all gets tossed out and then they talk about Shit that we can't really see you know Infrastructure bill means diddly fucking Squat to anybody other than you and I and who's like who don't Read up on this shit who aren't nuts about it who don't Follow it religiously so when you say hey But he got the infrastructure bill done and you're Struggling to fucking get your kid to a doctor Who gives a fuck you know So there's that kind of shit that goes on too but like That's the kind of stuff uh, I feel like when we're being jerked Around as a society You know as voters like You know, because I know they're already pitching for the 2024 election and trying to scare the shit out of people. And I felt like I was up until we really needed to hunker down and, like, you know, start campaigning for Biden and all of other shit. I was one of those people who was very much like, "Look, don't get suckered in by the you know boogeyman of Trump." Because yeah, we got to get him out, but don't don't think for a second that in 2024 the rhetoric's not going to be the same from the Democrats, which is we are facing an unprecedented. They're going to use the word unprecedented, um, and they're going to say if so and so. Whether it's Trump or his son or the next person in, it's going to destroy our democracy. It's the same song and dance. Do you feel like that's like? How do you get out of that shit? Do you, Do you see us getting out of it?
0: I don't see how we save ourselves at this point. I mean,
1: I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I was hoping for. I mean, I know you no, at this point, I, but I was hoping for a major you Just wanted a dingleberry of hope. You're just like
2: <laughs> fuck.
0: No, I mean I wrote something a few months ago it was like I, I think the bad guys are going to win and yeah. I think we need to start thinking what do we do when the bad guys win. Right. Um I you know for for me I'm looking into my Italian citizenship.
1: But uh, I would love to move. Get that you
0: get that fucking EU citizenship and All right.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. I'm like I can pass know, for like, almost anything with
0: a beard and the hair. Oh yeah, including a terrorist. But there's uh, a <laughs> Nobody watches that's, this, right? Nobody. That's gonna be no. We have
1: oh, all this, stuff. We have this, this is great. That's gonna be the clip I use. Just you calling me a terrorist on this show. That's what I'm gonna use to promote this one. Oh, good. That's you gotta great. see what he looks
2: like when he wears his favorite vest.
1: <laughs> see now we're blowing Tom. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I even gave you a belly laugh move at the chair. That was good. I usually save those for English rockers who don't make me laugh, but I want the time to go by faster. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus! We had a guy on. Never mind, doesn't matter. I'm not gonna... no,
0: uh, the um Oh wow! No, I did not mean that in a racist sense. I meant it in a sense. Please, please. It, he could be. He could be. He could be Timothy McVeigh. Look at him. He could be Timothy McVeigh. He could be Osama bin Laden. It, he could be any kind of terrorist. You know. Right.
1: Can I tell you something real fucked up? When I was in uh seventh grade, I had an English teacher who was bad shit fucking insane, right? She used to just randomly break down into the middle of class crying sometimes, like we don't know why. Really heavy set woman, smoker's voice, and out of the fucking blue, she was trying to make this really um um kind of room bringing the room together, kind of like everybody's got a thing, right? And I'm me. And when I was younger, um, I like, I'm obviously I'm Italian. So I've like the, you know, olive skin or whatever. I had like little round Harry Potter glasses, flat, like no real good haircut, flat hair, like, you know, Walmart clothes, probably whatever. I'm sitting in my fucking seat minding my goddamn business and she's talking to the, you know, kids that matter in the class. And she's like, everybody's got something. I'm overweight. John looks like a terrorist. <laughs> and, and I just went and I went, oh, I, I remember, I remember thinking I was literally sitting in my class and I went. Well, that's sticking forever. And it was only like the third week of school. I was like, cool. Here we are 30 years later. Same comment. And I just embraced it. Wow. Yeah. All this is getting cut. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. But yeah, Yeah. that's what happened to me. And I was like, fuck, this woman just ruined my whole uh, high school. But it was fine. Yeah. I I took it in stride. Yeah. (laughs) until T- they beat you up after 9/11 or something yeah yeah exactly until they were like um should we trust this guy I was I was, I was short then I'm still short now nobody nobody cares till the cops are rounding you up and right just, you know you're trying to explain no yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah exactly stop. you are I'm like sorry I don't know what to tell you I always wear my turban like this <laughs> uh fuck. we're a liberal show. Yeah, we are, and then we, we none of this is usual. Now we sounding
0: very, very, yeah. very Rogan esque.
1: Can we um, get... <laughs> That's the thing. We've said his name more than three times, so he's legally allowed to lift uh, come into the room spiritually. Um, hey guys, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Mister Gazington. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go. No, I have no idea what I was saying. Um, you were saying I was about to hijack a plane. Go. Yes,
0: yes, yes, and I, I hope you'd be friendly about it. <laughs> Please open the cockpit door. Just,
1: just real, like, I'm so sorry for the
2: inconvenience, guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, if you um, don't mind. Yeah. John's a passive aggressive terrorist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not gonna open the door. I will only I'm a gen, I'm a Gen Z terrorist. I just I text everybody, but I won't communicate with anyone directly. I'm like, please open the cockpit. <laughs> remain in your seats. <laughs>
0: Uh I have no idea how we got to that, but I don't uh, either. It was yeah. great. No, no. Um, but I you know, you made me think about school and, and how much our teachers
1: fucked us up. Um 100 percent
0: Yeah. I mean because yeah. I, I grew up in the south. I grew up in uh Louisiana and oh Florida, wow in Florida. I mean I was born in I would have never guess that. Well, I was born in Queens and oh, I moved, okay. but I moved when I was four down south. Oh, were you um, between jobs? Yeah, no, it was the great Jewish migration <laughs> of the nineteen seventies. <1970s>. Like, <laughs> New York sucks. We got to get around to Florida.
2: And, uh,
0: yeah. So we moved down there. But anyway, in my eighth grade uh, middle school teacher, my social studies teacher um, uh, was uh, this this older white woman and she's teaching us Louisiana history. In, mm-hmm. uh, we had a textbook that Barely, barely mentioned slavery. It was about the economics. The, there was a section on the economics of Louisiana in the 19th century, and it didn't mention slavery. And it's like, that was the economic system of the 19th century before the Civil War. That's but anyway, I mean. so she tells us, we get to uh, immigrants, and she says, mm-hmm. she tells us, this group, and it was, it was a mixed race class. Right. She says, I would rather have been a slave than an immigrant in the nineteenth, in the early nineteenth century, because free you, boat trip. If you were a slave, <laughs> if you were a slave, yes. If you were a slave, uh, all you had to do was obey massa, and you got uh, all your meals and a place to sleep. Wow. And and even even at that age, like I'd seen Roots, you know, <laughs> was like I don't think that's right. I right. watched. Kinte wasn't treated real well,
1: right? Right. And
0: uh, but the rest of my class totally bought into it. Like, oh, oh yeah, God. yeah, it was better to be a slave than an immigrant. And I, so I, that's the wild wild. kind <laughs> of shit that fucked everyone in the South up. You yeah, know? sure. They're that all same textbook.
2: Up. Yeah. Same textbook yeah. probably said Civil War undecided, undecided. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Still ongoing. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> There's pages ripped out of your history book. You're like, should this be? And you're like, oh, sorry, we didn't do a clean sweep. Let me get you a better book.
0: Man, you know, and so you know, we were essentially, you know, it's only until recently. Until recently, you know, you'd go to tours of plantation houses. Yeah. I was at one a few years ago, and this, I mean, I'm talking like within the last five years. I went to a plantation house tour, Mm -hmm. and we go into the dining room. And they're telling us like, oh, and this chair is where the servant would sit in case anyone needed some. And I said, you mean slave? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy said, yes, yes, I, I I mean slave. And then we go upstairs, and it's like, and you know, and the, the servant would do this and this for the children. And then, and I said, you mean slave? <laughs> and he was like, yes, yes, okay, I mean slave. <laughs> And so it's, wow. it's only recently that some of the some of the plantation houses have actually, you know, sort of embraced this. And 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 there have been cases where uh, because of some of the some of the uh, the, the tourist people supporting Black Lives Matter, um, they've been fired by wow. by, you know, city councils and things like that. Wow. Yeah, That's I mean, fucking nuts. It is. I mean, it's so fucking crazy. It's so fucking I mean, and I'm sorry to go off on this. Tangent, no, no, keep kind of relevant. Here. I think it's kind of relevant to the whole, you know, I'm, I'm also a professor. And mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, the whole the, all the whole debate over, you know, critical race theory and all of that is just so weird to me. Because so, for instance, I grew up in Lafayette, Louisiana, and I grew up. What I learned later was essentially the land of a plantation is where my family's house was right uh, the subdivision the subdivision was 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 it was an plantation it was owned by uh general mouton general mouton was an, an a civil war uh a confederate general there was a statue of him until last year there was a statue of him in downtown lafayette right outside the city hall oh my god we'd walk by it all the time and it wasn't until last, a few years back i was like what the fuck is that guy <laughs> And, and then I started looking him up, and, like, he wasn't just a slave owner. He was a dick. Wow. Because he, <laughs> he led groups that would go around, not only capture and uh, escape slaves, but if you were a, a slave owner who was kind to your slaves, his group would come along and beat the shit out of you. Holy shit. Yeah. And so, and so wait, this story gets even crazier because – First of all, he was a shitty general and he died like in his first battle. And that, that just me <laughs> more like the, why the fuck is there a statue here? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a shitty human being, not even good at the one fucking thing that, you know, the South needed him to be good at. Right. And so he had a brother
1: mm-hmm.
0: and his brother fell in love with, uh, one of the slaves of that they owned and freed her. Oh, and they that's freed her, twist. and 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 then they once she was freed, they stayed together. This is unlike Jefferson, who didn't free Sally Hemings. They, right. she, so so you know it's a little better, but still, wait, right? Wait, that's a little better. Again, okay. the brother of this absolute cunt, and uh, and then he marries her, and the together the two of them use the fortune from the family and the right. plantation to open schools for the kids of freed slaves wow and that's what they did they started a bunch of schools so so and then when he died um he didn't want to be buried in the white graveyard he wanted wow. to be buried next to his wife yeah and uh and so that's why didn't we learn about that? i didn't have never, see, I never fucking hey, heard hey, about you that. want to get even more mind blown let yeah. me get this is just my one little tiny corner of the South. Right. Yeah. stories like this shit all over. So 20 miles from where my family lives is the town of Opelousas. Okay. So okay. I'm watching, I'm watching, this is the thing that happened. I'm watching this video uh, that Ava DuVernay's sister was involved in. And okay. it's about the South after reconstruction. And if you don't know about the South after reconstruction, I know I should be making dick jokes. I'm sorry. Let me. No, I'll, no, you're I'll, good. This I'll is great. I'll get back to dick jokes. No. <laughs> and uh, and so, the town that's 20 miles from me is called Opelousas, Opelousas, Louisiana. Yep. And uh, and so they mention in this video the Opelousas massacre, and I'm like, the Opelousas massacre? Yeah, right. You'd think I'd have heard about that right. in Louisiana history class. <laughs> and uh, and it turned out that they that that it to stop black people from voting. In the election of 1868, I believe 1868, yeah, um, they the whites, including the Ku Klux Klan, terrorized the black people in Opelousas, killing over 200 black people in one of the worst post Reconstruction spates of violence, if not the worst, uh, you know, spate of violence in the South. 20 miles right. away, not a goddamn word. Nothing. Wow. And when exactly. I talked to historian friends of mine there, they were like, what are you talking about? And then if one of them started looking up articles, I was like, yeah, there it was in the in the daily in the newspaper from the time. Right. Um, yeah. Like lost to history. So that so when you talk to me about, you know, oh, we can't teach the real history of the country, I'm yeah. asking when
1: the fuck did we start? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's so much shit that we found out my friends and I found out fucking years 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 later. Like, even just from simple shit like Wikipedia. Like, if you're just goofing around on there when we were younger, like, as soon as we got out of, like, college or whatever, like, looking around on that shit, it's, it, it's like, shit that you should have learned that you didn't learn about Egypt, about all that other shit. Like, it's just stuff that they just leave out of basic history, and then they shit on you. If you actually... I remember a couple times um, asking about certain stuff in history, you know, that had to do with... Like, I wanted to learn more about... Because I didn't understand, you know, Egypt, the Jews, like, that kind of stuff. We learned about ancient history wanted to ask more, wanted to ask more. And if it wasn't specifically what the fucking book had said, you know, cause I had friends who were Jewish who obviously learned some different stuff or whatever. I was born in Brooklyn. So like, you know, you just grow up around uh, people become friends with them forever. So they have a different history. Obviously they know more shit than necessarily my little school. And you know, Tom's river back in the day would have learned and you bring stuff up and it's like, fuck no, if it's not in this goddamn book, it did not happen. We cannot learn it. It's not on your test. Stop bringing it up. And you're just like, yeah. Okay, yeah. isn't that? But we accept. Well, I was just like, yeah, I guess if it's not in the if it's not in the fucking test, what difference does it make? It's weird, right?
0: And then and then and then most people don't end up questioning that, and they come yeah. out. You want to talk about the shit that should be discussed for four hours and questioned and all of that? This is it. Yeah, yeah. not whether or not you know ivermectin should be prescribed.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing too, is I don't see any fucking harm in like, that's why like, I, you know, during COVID and stuff like that, I mean, it's still COVID, but like, you know, when people were out of school or whatever, like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, I don't know anything other, anything else because they're not fucking getting what they need. It's babysitting at this point. And like, I get it. Like, you know, it, I like the idea of having people be more well-rounded, but if that was the actual case, that'd be fine. Except that they're fucking not like most of the time you go to college and it just, you know, pounds fucking you know square pegs in a round hole you know like that's what it's there for it's there to push you out of the system to get you to work in a certain way unless you're unless you've got a specific field or career in mind or something like that then it's just like it's all these like little lost souls wandering around you know and uh and they just teach you kind of what you need to know. And then that's yeah. it.
0: Yeah. And they just keep te- t- taking away any chance to learn something that might expand your horizons in so many places, you know?
1: Yeah. These well, that's what I don't understand. What
0: do you, when you're, when you're a professor, you're still a professor? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm the chair of the, an
1: English department. Fantastic. I, Let me ask I, you this. I,
0: I, I'm, I'm, am is it? What was the, what was
1: the, uh, I'm bonafide. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I'm bonafide. Well, well, A lot of my friends have been leaving teaching, you know, um, especially after the pandemic, too. But like, because I've heard a bunch of school systems are doing this kind of thing where like they're regimented to the time allotted to them for each subject. And if you go beyond it, even if a student needs help, you are basically reprimanded. Like they literally some of my friends had like people walking around in the halls. And when everybody was supposed to switch to, you know, whatever the fucking next thing was they would look at the t- time, look at the clock, tap on the glass. If they were still talking about, if they, they'd heard that they were still talking about like history and they were supposed to move on to something else or a specific part or whatever. Cause we used to, my classes were split up in some history, some economics and you had to fucking stop teaching history regardless of whether you're done with wow. the lesson. Yeah. And that was the early, that was like, they weren't even really doing it that hardcore for everything then. But now apparently that's like everything. And some of them are like, I can't teach. I don't have the freedom to teach the way I want yeah. to. I I can't go in depth. Is do you find that every is everybody frustrated with that on every level?
0: Um, I mean, you know, I, I I'm not going to speak for high school teachers or, or elementary school teachers because that's something that I I could not do. We have a great deal of freedom. I mean, I have a, yeah. I have a ton of freedom. Um, you know, I taught. <laughs> it's very funny. I taught a I taught a. Uh, I taught a play by uh, 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 the writer Christina Wong. Um, she just recently had something in the city. Um, and she, sorry, New York City, Manhattan, for those of you-
1: <laughs> I, I did the same thing with somebody who was from what it was, Chicago. And I was yeah. like, yeah, the city. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to understand, you're the second. You're not. And you the funnier like-
2: part is a lot of our people that watch, watch from Europe, the Netherlands, England. So. Yeah. The city yeah. meant nothing to them from us. <laughs>
0: it meant Amsterdam. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, they're talking about Amsterdam. Well, good. The city. Um it mentioned uh it mentioned white privilege in in the play. And mm. I got a angry phone message at my work <laughs> from somebody telling me you're going to you're teaching my kid about white privilege and I swear it was the greatest Staten. I teach on the at the College of Staten Island, which is part of the City University of New York. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, it doesn't sound like it. It's a beautiful campus. It It is. Yeah, I've been there. Very nice. It's a lovely campus because it's the former Willowbrook uh, State Hospital that made Haroldo Rivera's career because they tortured kids
1: with disabilities there back in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, you forget you're in Staten Island, which is a bonus, but now you fucking told me that I'm never going to yeah. be able to know. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I, <laughs> no offense, I, love,
0: I love telling kids, you know, when the wind is howling through the buildings, like, you know, oh, that's the cries of the lobotomized, <laughs> of the abused kids that would sit in their own filth all day until oh Geraldo, God. back when Geraldo was a fucking hero, he jumped the fence yeah. and we didn't film there. But anyway, um, so I, uh, so I get this 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 voicemail saying, you know, y- you just you just keep your liberal beliefs to your fucking self, or I'm going to call your boss, and I'm going to, it's going to be everywhere. I'm going to go to the media. I'm going to do all this, <laughs> and I'm listening. to This going, motherfucker, I'm
1: tenured. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, like, go I, ahead. I I could have a I could sacrifice a kid at the front of the classroom, and they'd still have to have a hearing on whether or not to fire
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you get press, you might wind up like Jordan Peterson and be making, like, fucking bank. You well, know that's what I mean? right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Get him, um, let him do it. That fucking God. You know what's the worst thing is when you hear him talk. Because you see him and you're like, oh, he must he must sound very serious. And he just sounds like somebody stepping on Kermit the Frog's balls.
1: That's what I, I, I said. I said, what did I what did I fucking call him on Twitter the other day? Andy Kindler retweeted it, which is a sense of I love Andy. Um, but he was basically just like, I, I just said, I said, you sound like a busted Kermit the Frog doll. You, know what? you and I made
0: the same joke like within Five minutes of each other about yes. the frog. Absolutely, but
1: he de- but he does sound like that. It's that weird. Yeah, thing. he does.
2: It sounds like oh. that.
1: And, so, and you know that there's a we need to get there. The people are sensitive, but they're also out of control. And you're just like, dude, shut the fuck! Like it. I can't believe the amount of little lost boy alpha male wannabes that follow that guy. That's the thing I love about the alpha males. Which, by the way, there's no such thing as an alpha male in a wolf pack. I just want to bring that up. Um that doesn't exist unless there's something damaged within the wolf, like you know what I mean? Like because wolf packs don't have alpha males, they have parents and they follow the parents of that pack. That's normally what it is. If there's ever like an alpha male, they're crazy you know what I mean? It's like that hobo in fucking Times Square who screams at his, you know, it's like that kind of shit. So, but like alpha males, uh I know, I don't know why I mentioned a hobo. <laughs> I have to cut that out too. Now I'm disparaging poor people. It's a real weird episode tonight. <laughs> i'm just gonna tell people the heat's on a little too high in my house i'm like are these lights hot uh (laughs) i just pass out slam my head off the desk uh (laughs) you guys take over it's fine um so uh so anyway um yeah no uh the uh the alpha male thing it's like these guys constantly talk about how they don't need anybody they do everything on their own but they will literally weep if jordan peterson says they're a good person you know what i mean like they're like Jordan Peterson crying is probably one of the Brit. And you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're not a, you know, like I thought you're supposed to be the tough guy. I thought you're supposed to be the loner. Doesn't need anybody taking care of his family. But then, you know, these
0: are the same same ones that'll, you know, talk about, you know, beta cucks who are, who are fucking, you know, then post, you know, Obama crying memes and things like that. like, you know, suck all the dicks, motherfucker. Just yeah, exactly. suck exactly. all. Suck the goat dicks, suck the donkey dicks, Yes, all of them.
1: <laughs> it's like anybody that needs Gary V, that fucking snake oil salesman. Have you seen that guy? No. Oh, you're lucky. He's on the other... Well, Tom, you, you, know don't know, you don't
0: know who Gary V is? He's I do really- not know Gary- You know what? I don't need to descend into every shithole in the internet. Oh, we're going to bring you there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Man.
1: Get your boots on. Roll those jeans up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna go trudging yeah gary v is another one of those guys he's like a motivational speaker slash tiktoker slash you know whatever it is and everything he fucking tells you to do it's like ass be- it's it sounds great man like it really does like he's a little better at it than jordan is because he's very much like you believe in you and like the music's playing and you know like fucking cold play and shit um and whatever like it is it's always cold play i don't know why. <laughs> that's, that's uh, is Hi. that really the alpha male uh yeah right exactly yeah see gazington loves gary Gary v yeah everybody people i'm telling you this guy fucking doesn't give his here's what those people kind of do people like gary v have a system where they tell you the like they tell you how to be them which is near to next impossible because he's a fucking billionaire right this guy makes more money um selling you know fake hope and quotes and feel-good shit. He gives speaking tours. You know, he's wearing, like, a $1,000 jeans or whatever. But he basically tells, like, lost souls and lost boys how to do it. And he's like, you got to do your own thing. And you got to go out on your own. And you got to believe in yourself. And then if that doesn't work, you fucking come. Like, one of my friends wound up talking to him. And I felt really bad for her because she was like, I can tell just by looking at you that you know what you want in your And I'm like, oh, it's such fucking bullshit. Like, you know, and then he tells you what to do. And those people do that so you'll come back and then you come back to listen to him again and it just becomes this cyclical addiction thing where you're like i'm gonna listen i'm gonna do what gary v said i'm gonna believe in myself but there's no work being done you just you can't just sit around believing in yourself that doesn't work you have to fucking do shit and then like that way yeah and then you go back to him and then he talks about kind of doing shit a little bit more like "Well, what you got to do is you know start that business fucking start no no idea how doesn't have the skills to do it doesn't have the money to fund it and do it he's just like you go out and do it and then these people do and they lose their money and they go back to Gary V, and they're like i did this and i did this and he's like well dude and then by the end of it he's like sometimes it just doesn't work out and you're like really all that money i Is bought your book fucking open with that yeah exactly i bought your book i fucking came to your your you know uh, ted talk i got to meet you in person you know, I waited on a Zoom call for 4 fucking hours to see you for 15 seconds. And then you, and now you tell me that's what he does. And he built I would love on.
2: for you to be a motivational speaker John that opens with First off, sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't work out. Yes. It doesn't. <laughs> you got to know that up front,
0: all right? I'm being honest with you, so if you're staying <laughs> yeah. you're with that knowledge, if you're <laughs> giving me money, I will take it. But you are doing it with that knowledge, so I don't feel like shit when you
1: fail. Basically what I open my shows with. (laughs) You were giving me, I just want to be clear, guys. You were giving me money to tell dick jokes that may not work. Just so you know. I think we lost viewers on the Gary Viewer bashing, by the way. Uh, Gary viewer bashing. I'm not kidding. I saw some numbers, they were like, fuck you, he's my dad uh <laughs> wow I, you know i really don't want
0: to look him up but now i'm gonna fucking have to. you have to it's real I, sad man are you advertising dr pepper because that's, <laughs> that's what it totally fucking looks like man. that's product placement
2: that's the only doctor john believes in <laughs> i've forgotten it's
1: the only if believes in it. it's the only doctor like my health insurance will cover <laughs> I this and I like have it. a spin Doctors CD from '92 that I'm allowed to see every now and again. My friends let me drag out. <laughs> he uses uh, that for cancer
2: treatments. Uh, <laughs> it's
1: got the word "can" in it. Um, yeah. So that's, but that's that's that dude, and I, it's weird that it's weird. That she, I would much rather be told the truth. I feel so much better, even when we had um, we had a guy on. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> You know what? I, I know. really hope that, like, within a day or
0: two, that's what you're saying about this episode. Fucking die on. We were talking about funny stuff, and then he just started bumming us out with massacres and shit. I think he called me a terrorist.
1: Fuck him. I, know. I can't, I know. And then he, yeah, and then he called 911 and told them where I lived. I don't even know how he knew. And he was like, Gotcha, you're on my new version of the like,
2: phone. Oh.
1: No flying funny. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I can't get to shows. Um, yeah, no, we had Lawrence Krauss on. Do you know who he is? Uh, yes. Yeah, had Lawrence Krauss on. Cool guy. It was a lot of fun talking to him. I know he's got some, you know, uh odd <laughs> shit going on, but he had a really cool take on the climate change shit. But I find it interesting that, like, that's like that's the shit I want to know about, right? Because his his fans were very much like pro him talking about like uh I guess he's kind of buddies with Jordan Peterson too. So that's how they know Mm -hmm. him. So I think the Jordan Peterson crew kind of, you know, gravitated to him a little bit, but it's funny when he talks about the reality of climate change, because he has a book out called the physics of climate change. which is pretty good. And um, it, it basically just kind of breaks it down in a way where it's like, yeah, you know, you really have to stop telling people uh, that we don't have that much time left. And he's like, because it's not technically true. We don't have a lot of time left for everyone. Some people are going to make it and life's going to be shit. But the fact of the matter is it's not going to be this one cataclysmic thing that ends everybody. It's like it's it's gonna be this long drawn out process. Yeah. And I found an odd amount of comfort in knowing it. I don't know why. I don't know if that's where I'm wired, but I, I would much rather it, hear the truth.
0: That actually goes right to my plan for climate change, which is to
1: die before it gets too bad. <laughs> <laughs> totally which is why I drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> anything that erodes my insides faster I'm for it yeah yeah, but do you do you feel like that do you get do you get like I like when people just fucking say flat like even COVID shit didn't bother me that much when I knew exactly what the road ahead was going to be like oh yeah no
0: I I I absolutely want to hear want to hear the 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 the, the honest truth and I also want people to fucking follow through that's the other thing yeah I didn't know we
1: were going to lose on the COVID shit yeah I didn't know I didn't like I don't understand what everybody's so angry about because they fucking won they already won you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we never had a real lockdown. Nobody I know is fucking wearing masks in where i in my shore trash town. Well, uh, no, no, not down there. They're not wearing. They're wearing masks up here. Are they? <laughs> fucking yeah. goddamn it. Well, yeah, no one, no one. Like yeah. I'm the only idiot. And they give me a dirty fucking look when I walk into a place to get it because all the you know, it's like all the fucking Guidos that are uh, you know, owning fake pizza places. You walk in with a mask, and I'm like, please just relax. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. I mean, but, you know, up here once it, yeah, you're right. They did. They did because um because they they've totally, you know, separated the nation into you know, places where it's still raging and places like up here where mm-hmm. it's it's not, you know yeah yeah and it's gonna appear
1: like a softball question i gotta ask you but i want to know i really want to know because i don't know you that well but i we've gotten to talk a little bit do you think um the democrats are going to be able to run somebody decent enough in 2024 or no
0: oh it's going to be biden
1: it's going to be biden again you think it's going to be biden do you think sanders will run again do i think what sanders will run again no I don't think so either. And I'm really no, to kind I, don't of, think so. I, don't, I I think that's good, but I really feel like I was really hoping for someone Sanders-esque to come well, along and no wanna, one has.
0: Right. There's nobody there's nobody yet, I mean, and you know, as much as I and I do like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Me too. a great deal. Yeah. She's just way too polarizing. Young. And and young, but way too polarizing. They have they have piled onto her. They have pre would her, you know. Oh, I, yeah, wow, that's a good
1: way to put that. Yeah, they really have. Yeah. yeah, it it is kind of a bummer. Um, yeah. but I I wouldn't mind. I mean, you know, if she ran, I probably vote. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, when it comes down to the uh, to the Biden thing again, I feel like I voted every single time. I probably just right now I got very pissy the other day about it, and I was like, I'm never voting again. Yeah. because I that's kind that's of a bad choice. It ahead. is a bad choice, but like I just it's just it is genuinely sometimes like I feel like you know what. I'm just gonna take care of me for a while. I know that's not who I am because I know I'm gonna snap as it yeah. gets closer. Because basically, politics is my sports, so every four years, you know, it's like my extended Super Bowl. Um, where you know that's how it goes. it's your world, call it your World Cup, man. Oh, that's even better. See, that's why that I wasn't Yeah, that was nice. Yeah,
2: John didn't know enough about sports to call it a world <laughs> cup.
1: That's actually really sad. I was like, I was like, I was thinking just now, like, yeah, if you knew fucking anything about sports, <laughs> That would have been a good go-to joke. Um, biggest joke of all is that I used to write for a, a comic who was on ESPN all the time, and I knew fucking nothing. about all, wow. But he liked me because all my jokes went around. Like, I didn't know stats. I didn't know anything about that. I literally would just kind of look at whatever was going on, and I would write from a an out, kind of an outsider's point of view. The other thing is, is he thought that was just how I wrote. And he also thought I was still secretly a sports guy, so he would constantly invite me to stuff, <laughs> and then also be like, you know, like, yeah, John, uh, you know, what about that guy? But blah, and I would be like, yeah, a hell of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm that way
0: with my with with my stepdad, and you know, he, he's eighty something years old, and mm-hmm. when I when I see him down there, it's like, you know, I know just enough about the Saints to the new Orleans saints to, to, to have a conversation or that when he brings it up, I can not at least slightly knowing I've heard the name yeah.
1: before. Yeah. I had a buddy was a sports writer at the time. And every now and again, when it would come down to some real hard shit, I'd call him. I'd be like, all right, guy, you got to fucking fill me in here. I don't know. What <laughs> he, I don't know what any of these numbers mean. And why does this guy hate that guy? And he'd be like, where have you been? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I know I'll turn in my fucking man card and, I, my, I, you, know. and you know what I'm getting from this though is that you're too, too fucking lazy to Google it.
2: <laughs> John's too busy watching Gary V. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm hating
1: on that guy. I'm scrolling through his shit.
2: I'm just going through
1: fucking TikTok. It's brutal. But yeah, I, I guess Biden. Yeah, you're right. Biden's gonna be it. I
0: mean, Biden's gonna. And you know, I, I'll just give you the you know when when Bill Clinton was running against Bob Dole. Yeah. And uh, for re-election. And I stood in the booth because he had just passed his welfare reform bill. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that was you know doing away with a lot of people on welfare. Not doing away with the people, but doing away with the welfare. <laughs> the Republicans would have loved him even more if he'd done it that way. And uh... That's some clipping that, too. <laughs> it's
1: going to be a montage.
0: Just- that's great That's great. who is this monster Lee Papa
1: you had on your show it's just gonna be like I'm from Louisiana you're in a way with
2: people on welfare
1: you're a terrorist and cut
2: slaves, slaves. Yeah, slaves.
0: it was inevitable yeah but um, <laughs> you never escape your roots but you're, but uh, but I stood there in the voting booth in uh, and I was living in Indiana at the time hmm which was its own hell yeah i'm sorry to hear that. It, yeah i know and uh and i just sat there for a minute and i thought fuck supreme court all right fine bill clinton i wasn't gonna vote for dole i just wasn't gonna sure. vote you were gonna vote yeah Yeah. And
1: I just was like, fuck it. Supreme Court. Fine. Fuck it. Yeah. There's always something that comes down to it because I probably have said the same thing before and just whatever. But it is it's just disheartening, man, because they're not you know, the college thing was a huge issue for me. I was really, you know, hoping he would stick to that kind of a thing. And the amount of excuses that they come up with about not doing it is fucking Wow. That's the thing you were talking about before, dude, with the burden of information or the burden of knowledge at this oh, point yeah, where there's too yeah. much shit coming in. I really wish I didn't know that how much they were spending on other shit. So maybe when they said shit like, yeah, we can't do the college thing right now. We're just strapped for cash. You know, mom and dad don't have it. Yeah, But then, yeah. you know, you see what they are spending it on. It's yeah, like, I, oh, I, I can't justify it. Here's a
0: $770 billion uh, defense bill for one year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. We want to yeah. spend,
0: we want to spend, you know, twice that over what 10 years for to get rid of student loans. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Do you think I, I have a weird conspiracy? I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but I have one. I feel like when you become a billionaire, there's people that literally come to your door and tell you how you can and cannot spend your money because that's the only way I can justify people who are actual billionaires who like seem to be nice people, not just fucking handing it out where it's needed. I, I can't do it any other way.
0: I know two people who are extremely, extremely rich. Ooh. And I don't know if they're billionaires. One might be, but I don't wow. know. I, and I won't go to get into who they are because, you know. Yeah. Because, because
1: we don't know who's one, watching.
0: One of them stays <laughs> very low profile. Okay. And donates so much fucking money but does it complete nobody knows who they are
1: okay because they they
0: don't go to any of the events they don't participate in the the billionaire lifestyle
1: right right Uh, or the
0: or even i know they've got at least half a billion i know that for sure so um the other ones are complete dicks Only spend it on themselves. Fuck everyone else, wow. and uh you know, and then you know, hey, look at all the shit we did this year. Aren't we blessed? Wow, that's yeah. fucking horrible. So, I don't... so the, yeah, I I would say that you know that I would say it, it might warp you. You know, it's like yeah. people that win the lottery, and it's like you know they just go fucking hog wild. Oh yeah, you know until they find them dead in the streets with you know clamps on their nipples and you know (laughs) (laughs) hooker attached to their dicks and right coke falling out of their eyeballs
1: you know (laughs) i'm just thinking this is more stuff for that clip (laughs) (laughs) i I cannot see not see things in that spectrum right now because it's just so great because i'm like he's making all good my half my brain's going he's making all good points and i'm like i will edit this i will wreck (laughs) them i will oh it's so good (laughs) no but you're absolutely right i feel like but it's it's a nice i don't know in my brain it's a nicer way to think about it where i'm like yeah there must be these outside spooky figures that come in and go we'll fucking
2: murder you and your family if you give this to the poor or that's how they get there if they were nice people you're not going to get to that b level i also agree with that too aside from his friend who apparently
1: donates a shit ton of money i feel like i don't anybody that's a ceo i don't think they didn't get there without stepping on a few necks more than All right. a few next.
2: I got a great quick billionaire story. I have a friend Ooh. that worked at a Does company. Know one but me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've met him. So now he works for this guy. He was doing a party for him. Mm-hmm. We figured out that he made something in the realm of it was like $2,576.86 a second, even in his sleep, right? From right. His yearly pay. Right. That much money a second as he sleeps. He argued with my friend because he was doing an event for him about the price for a Sweet 16. So by calling him up and arguing the price down, he made more money in the time arguing on the phone than if he would have just been like, yeah, here, take it on principle. So obviously the number didn't affect the guy. It's only right. 20 seconds of your sleep. But but he he was- still wouldn't pay like that full number, which was a fair number. It wasn't like an exorbitant ripoff. But that's the mentality if you're gonna have a billion like a billion. I do that
1: now. I don't have two nickels to rub together. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, I went once I well, went Gary once. V would tell you <laughs> you could be that guy. Yes. And you and if you just stick to that attitude, sorry, good. Stop buying lattes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously,
0: yeah. we're all billionaires, just 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 from running money away on, yeah. on
1: Starbucks. Absolutely. Yeah, true.
0: Well, the only uh, there's just it's always weird with this one person because you know she'll take me to like, oh, oh, I need to go buy a present for a friend, and we'll go to some place in Manhattan that nobody has ever fucking been that I I know, and we'll walk into this store and it'll just be like a fucking museum. I walked around there. she, She, you know, she was looking for presents. I walked around. I picked up a signed first edition of Moby Dick. Wow. Holy shit. I, it was just out there for me to pick up. Who the fuck does that? Oh, my God. That's the
2: low-end item. I mean, yeah. I'm,
0: like, I'm like, and I'm like, I really want to steal this.
1: Yeah. But
2: imagine if you picked it
1: up and an alarm went off and, like, sir, we've seen your bank account. You are not permitted to hold that. We know
0: your fingers are greasy. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You know, you are going to, you are, you just lowered the value of this. (laughs) (laughs) They have a dog that stiffs out like old fries. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. We know where you've eaten. That's a, that's crazy, man. Yep. I've gone to those kind of events where, like, I was in DC with a friend and uh we didn't go like shopping or anything like that but it was one of those things where like the suit i was wearing was not up to par oh, and, it, yeah. and it would never be but like yeah we went to like this whole fucking thing and it was like a bunch of lawyers and all this other shit and i was just like i hate that like it, you just feel like this is a this is a world i don't belong in i shouldn't have seen any of this shit i won't tell anybody about it like you know
2: it's a fucking... totally different lifestyle i right. so i've been blessed to hang out with some very in like uh rich and famousy type of people and we were out one night and there was a guy in there that was a sports athlete and a, and a big sport that sports athlete so uh we're there and they're like you're supposed to
0: be non-sports athletes I mean. well
2: not like an athlete like i played in college but blah, 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 blah. you know this guy was like yeah. legit yeah so he's like he's wearing whatever like jimmy type of clothes and like you're gonna need a suit for tomorrow you are never gonna. It's one of the other guys it's a normal guy's like you're never gonna be able to get to a store in time he's like he takes out his card, and it's the Amer- Amex Black. He's like, "You see this card? It opens the store up at night, and it does. He is able to have the store open for him during off-peak hours, so he can go in and shop and leave. Crazy, wow. yeah. I'm not is. privy to that. No, uh, it's insane. Yeah.
0: You know, the, the The other thing I, I I always I use as an example is I went out to to lunch just at a Chinese place, Chinese joint in the neighborhood, and I thought, you know what? She's so generous. I want to pick up lunch. And you know it was maybe forty dollars or something like that, and uh, and which was you know a decent you know, for lunch, yeah, it was sure, a lot, like a, like a lot. And I go to get the check, and I say I'll get it, and she just looks at me and she says, "Lee, Lee, a hundred dollars to you is like twenty five cents to me." Ah. Uh... And I and she said she said I I appreciate it, but you just don't have to.
1: Right. Wow, and, I love that. And yeah, so me too.
0: And, and it was like it was like gave me and I just slid it over. I wasn't going to fight with her. I was like, "Great. Oh, this yeah. is
1: this is like this is like 15 cents here. It's yours." That's also really cool that she's that cuz I, I you know, it's it's nice when people are that self-aware.
0: You yeah. know what I mean where oh, they're yeah, just like, yeah.
1: "Let me not make this awkward oh, and let me not do he, anything like that."
0: He's so generous. I mean, like like has started has has saved factories overseas kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, like to help workers in a factory that her, her father, uh, her grandfather had started overseas that was uh, going to close. And she decided for his legacy to save it and save all these jobs. And yeah, I wow. mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they, they're wealthy, but yeah. they're not assholes about it.
1: Right. Uh, uh, Jim Valley, uh, who was, uh, um, you know, he uh, basically was the, the head of the, uh, which we call it head writer for Arrested Development and Golden Girls Girls and uh, like all those shows like back in the day or whatever, but he's a good friend. And he was telling me a story about him and Jerry Lewis because he was writing for Jerry when he was younger and he gets to meet him and they're at this, you know, fancy restaurant or whatever. And Jerry was basically like, no one ever pay. No one ever. uh, I pay for everything. And he goes, I'm going to let you get this. And he slid him over the check, which is like, you know, he's a kid at the time. And and then Jim just looked at the check and went, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> it was like, and paid for the meal or whatever he's like, I'm going to let you get this for me so you don't feel bad and he's just like, okay, cool it seems Fucking like hilarious. a test like you should have slid it
0: back over and go I I, I feel okay yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would I have
1: known yeah, I would have been like, I really don't have any money, Jer uh, you're yeah. going to yeah. you're gonna have to use some of that uh, geisha boy money and some of that day him. the clown died money yeah <laughs> 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 oh my god! Um, well, listen, Matt, dude, it's been a fucking blast. We blew past an yeah. hour. Um, yeah, yeah. I got three questions for you though. Oh. Questions that are standard for every guest on the show. One: uh, If you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Uh, uh, ju- 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 just, just ask. Just ask them. Just, oh. just
0: stop. Just, just stop being a pussy about it and ask them. That guy, that girl, whichever
1: one, ask them. Like it. Love it.
2: Good dating Uh, advice.
1: Yeah. Good, good dating advice. Good help. Any, anytime you needed help, just fucking, because people don't ask for help sometimes. Um, Other question is, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Say that again one more time, because, sorry, one of your, a comment popped up and I read Oh, sorry. Uh, (laughs) What had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today?
0: Oh, my marriage!
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's so great. All right, all right. Do you want to embellish on it, or do you want to leave it at marriage? <laughs> all right, great mystery. Uh, and my favorite question. Oh, no, I,
0: I, I. By the way, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still friends with her. It's just oh, good. It, it the it, it definitely changed the 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 direction of things.
1: Nice, awesome. Um, yeah, I feel like a couple people have said stuff about their marriage and all that. Yeah. Other
0: don't get married young. That would I would tell that to my younger self too. Yeah, you do not worry nice. about
1: that anymore. I'm dying. Oh, I can't tell. I, I can't
0: speak. say that. I can't say that because I have a kid and I love my kid. So I can't tell my younger self that. So uh, you just murdered your daughter.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just
0: fucking can't. no. Yeah. So I, that's. By the way, that's actually one nice thing about about you know having a kid in a marriage that ends. It's like yeah, I, I don't regret it.
1: Right, right, right. I have no regret. Yes. You know, because Doc Brown's you know, not going to slide into frame all of a sudden, and be yeah, like, Yeah,
0: fucking awesome. It's your man. kids'
1: Lee Papa. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: I, you know what? Honestly, I expect my daughter to be the reason the world ends in some way. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, right, and last question is uh, if this was a genuine dystopia, aliens, zombies, fucking, you know, uh, volcanoes, comet head toward Earth, what would be your epic death? How would you want to go out?
0: Oh, man, an epic death. Because yeah. you see, you see, you see, this is the thing I always piss people off when they're like, when when they're talking about like, oh, you know, if there's a zombie apocalypse, you know, what would you do? What weapons would you use? Where would you hide? What would you do? And my response is always, I'd fucking kill myself like immediately.
2: <laughs> It'd be
0: like, I don't, what, what who the fuck am I? I'm going to sit there and, you know, suffer and watch people die and maybe die horribly myself so I can then rebuild the world. That right. Whole- I'm tapping out early.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, all right I, would, I
0: would have been in that first season of, uh, of walking dead. I'd have stayed at the, uh, at the CDC. <laughs> remember <laughs> it blew up and have been like, I'm good. I do I'm remember good. that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fucking great. And I wouldn't have been all serious about it. I'd have
1: been like, no, not, yeah. you guys go. I'm sure some of you are going to be fine. This girl I was dating at the time when we would watch that show when it was popular, she would say the same shit. She'd be like, there's no fucking way i do any of that crap. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You wouldn't even want to... She's like, no, right away. Done. Yep. Get bit. Yep. Sorry. Oh, right, cool. oh, you mean I might get close to somebody
0: and then they die? Or yeah, exactly.
1: I die? Yeah. yeah. Or but- I get
0: to slowly turn into a zombie? No. Right. No. no. So oh, epic, death though? epic death, though. Yeah. If, I were, if I were to do that, I would yes. at least want to strap in a vest... And just just do like do a horn, bring all the zombies to me as much as I could, and then blow that shit up. <laughs>
1: do a horn.
0: Yep, that's just a have greatest. a big old horn. Out I love there. it. Yep. Oh my Perfect. god, John's got it a best. Would be my last box. gift yeah. to humanity.
1: Would I be, love it. Would be the terrorist move. That's a great. That's great imagery. <laughs> <laughs> be the t- Full circle. <laughs> I, we have an artist that does the drawings for the covers of the episode for the podcast. Yeah. And that's what she draws. She draws the end of everybody's what they're going to say. Oh, so, awesome. I'm, that. Pictur- I'm already picturing you a fucking horn and a Mario style right. round bomb. <laughs> 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 of a bomb and a. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, dude, yep. hey, you got to come back. You got to come back again. This was a blast. Total awesome. blast. Thanks so much
2: for Absolutely. doing it, man. All right. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, man. Have a great one.
0: Dystopia tonight.